Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. You are now listening to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk all things related to mental health, life lessons, and the culture. My goal is to help each and every listener pursue and center wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Shonda, licensed clinical psychologist. Now let's get into it. Somebody say it's a confidence for me. It's a confidence for me. I'm just going to say it confidently. Say it's the confidence for me. It's the confidence for me. It's the um, and based on those traumas that we experienced during slavery, some of those same behaviors, the attitudes, um, you know, the belief systems that we adopted as slaves can be passed down to generations after that. Um, and that is why we see like the hyper. Yeah, amen. You're a treasure, um, Dr. Chandra Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, thank you so I'm much. Shutting up and listening. I'm learning so much. And we are live. Welcome to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk about all things related to the Black culture, mental health, and we do it from a faith-based lens. Y'all, I am so excited today because I have none other than my cousin, <laughs> all the way from Detroit, <laughs> Jones. <laughs> hey, what's up, sis? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm well. I'm doing well. I'm doing a lot better. Um, last week, I told you about my situation. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a few minutes. Uh, but, you know, it's good to be here and in good health. I got yeah. my back, bell back. You know, life is good. 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 <laughs> yeah. So tell the people a little bit about yourself, Tony. Okay. Um, well, I'm from the Motown, Detroit, Michigan. And I... I'm an affirmation musician and I create music that helps people talk to themselves better um, by putting affirmations to beats, but not just any beats. There's y'all know the music y'all repeat all the time. I wanted to create, you know, some production that is similar to the music that y'all keep on repeat, that y'all like playing in y'all car, like y'all like to play when y'all clean, you know what I'm saying? So lifestyle, mainstream type of feel. So that's what I do, how I show up in the world. I was a life coach for six years until I created my first affirmation album for my clients. Um, and I never knew I would become a musician. I never knew that that was in the cards for me. But and what let's say fall of 2020 is when I closed my coaching business down and I started to perform, um, pursue music full time. So the rest is history. You know, I'm just excited to be on this hell of a roller coaster ride, you know? So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. So, so I wonder like what got you to transition from being a life coach and helping people like individually and transitioning into music? 
Yeah, well, I think like when I got in the studio and created the album, the way it felt was like, oh my God, am I supposed to do this? Like, that's the way it felt because it came out so naturally from the hooks, the melodies. Like, I didn't go to school for this. I mean, I grew up in church, which is like the school for all good musicians, right? (laughs) Informal school. But um, it was how I felt in the studio. And then I would, secondly, I would have to say the residual income. Like, I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is too easy, you know? And so uh, so that was secondly. And I just think overall, it just felt natural. Like, it felt mm-hmm. like, man, I, I would do this if I didn't get paid to do it, you know? And so it just became one of those things where I was also seeking and curious to who I wanted to be in the world that meant something to me first, because much of my identity was wrapped around being valuable to other people. Mm. And so I was just like, I started to ask myself questions like, what if there was no money that existed in the world? What if all world problems were solved? Who would I want to be then? And like, there's nothing to advocate against. There's no world problems. What would I want to do then? What would I want to create then? And that was like affirmation music. I want to create things that mean something to me first, that solves my world first. And so um, I'm just grateful that I've gotten that type of divine clarity because I was kind of burning out trying to solve world problems by, you know, and so it brought some meaningfulness, but it wasn't fulfillment fulfilling for me for a lot of things I was doing prior to affirmation music. Wow. No, no, you starting already. You said so many things that uh, I want to backtrack a bit. You said I was doing meaningful things, but it was also kind of getting you to a place of burnout. Yeah. Yeah. Can can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I feel like there are probably people listening who are burning themselves out from what they think is their purpose in the moment without realizing that this is the very thing that's wearing them thin. Yeah, I think that. um, Hmm. You know, I think that so much I can say to that because it's levels of understanding that, Mm -hmm. right? And you go through things in life to help you realize it, even though you may have understood it for, you know, for years and years. But then you go through things that help you realize it on a level where you can't really teach it. It's like you have to go through your own life experience to realize what it really means to show up for your life, for it to be fulfilling to you first. Mm-hmm. So the best comprehensive way I can articulate it would be just like what makes you happy? What makes, what feels good? What's true to you? Like we play so many roles and responsibilities and feel so, so much a demand from those roles and responsibilities. Like if I'm an African-American, I have to advocate for people. Like I'm a woman, I have to, to, I have to like all these labels. Mm. I'm American. I have to, you know what I'm saying? If I'm a Christian, I have to, if I'm a spiritually, I have to, but I was like, fuck them labels for all of these judge, all of this. Like, because I'm a caring and loving person, I should care about the everybody in the world, every, what's happening in Africa, what's happening in Detroit, what's happening, like my brain 
And nervous system was not designed for that type of stimulation. My sensitivity sensory was not designed for that. So I feel like that that the ideology or philosophy, whatever you want to call it, because I still recalibrating to what this approach to life means to me. But I think it's being willing to get rid of all that, all everything and to, and just get a narrow focus of like, what matters to me? What does it look like for me to be my only client, the only world that I'm here to save, you know, if for, you know, and, and it's, it's, um, It's not, it doesn't feel good mm-hmm. because to ask these type of t- deep questions and have this type of mm-hmm. curiosity, mm-hmm. they have to let go of identities that you and personalities about yourself that you've defined as you your whole entire mm-hmm. life. And so, but only it's a brave path. Mm-hmm. So I encourage people who are finding themselves at, you know, asking questions about what's my purpose? Who am I? What do I want to do? What's my passion? Even in the middle of things that you really trying to do in your life and create for your life, just be curious. Doesn't mean that you have to stop doing what you do. doesn't mean that you have to quit your job or start a business. It just means be willing to, for there to be more here than what you already know about you. She's preaching already, y'all. She's preaching. <laughs> so, so Tony, like when thinking about purpose and life's purpose, right? How does one know like exactly what their purpose is? And you know, we talked about asking ourselves these hard questions, but like when we get to the answers, like how do we actually start to pursue that our purpose? Okay, I'm just gonna share what I'm just gonna share what my journey has been. Okay, so my journey has been. I had to figure out back in 2019, I had to figure out like my purpose outside of healing, mm-hmm. uh, building, um, earning, uh, succeeding and getting on to the better Tony Jones. Right. I'm like, who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? OK, we're going to go a little deep. OK, so bear with me. let's do it. But But when you start peeling those things back. You realize your purpose here. I realized what my purpose was is to learn mm-hmm. and to remember and mm-hmm. to enjoy life. Now, what am I learning? I'm learning how to be human. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by learning how to be human is. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cut off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How to explore all of these emotional ranges yeah. of experience that life brings, that people bring, that tragedy brings, that change brings. How to explore all those emotional ranges of being human through compassion, grace, and love. So when you are devastated, when you feel like you are destroyed, when you feel like you are in joy, you got just got a successful situation that just happened. Well, no matter what the, the 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 situation is or the emotion is, you're learning how to be still in it all. Mm-hmm. 
because we're spiritual beings going through human experiences. This is all like uh, a flesh physical transportation of our in our thought energy, our emotional energy, and our conscious understanding of being spiritual beings. So we're here. This is like our school to learn how to express who we are as made in the image of God through this physical experience and how to love the way that this thing is set up. It's set up just like how we have the morning and the evening. We have pain and pleasure, but Mm -hmm. what is going to be the sustainable constant state of being. So we have to learn where that sweet spot is. And I feel like in my journey is by remembering my spirit. So daily, my my responsibility is honoring my spirit. Yeah. Spiritual care. Yeah. The the sacredness of who I am. If I if I if I if I deem my vulnerability as sacred, mm-hmm. if I deem my thinking as sacred, my emotions sacred, my generosity as sacred. And those are my spiritual things that make me feel like I have to honor that. I have to ritualize my life by saying this is this is my divine nature of being. I have to honor that with some type of ritual and care daily. So just follow me here. My purpose is learning how to be human. But the way that I learn how to do that in a way that I sustain a state of being that's well is by remembering my spirit daily. There is no compromising that. The way that we don't compromise brushing our teeth because we don't want stinky breath. (laughs) I've learned that. When you realize who you truly are as a spiritual being, there's more compromising daily care to that. And then the third thing I said was enjoying life. We can make learning how to be human so much of our curriculum. We can make capitalism so much of our curriculum, how to do this, how to be this. We can make healing majority of our life curriculum. But at the end of the day, enjoy your life. Enjoy it because when you are having fun, when you are on the path of being curious of like, what is joy to me? Like, what is bliss to me? Like, you're able to find walking equivalent to winning the lottery. You find, you start to find a sensation that you think that you'll get from being put on into an industry you want to be successful at. You'll find that feeling in just eating a banana. And breathing because it's all just emotional energy. It's all, you know, it's all thought. Like, so you can get a call and and paperwork that says we're about to give you a $50,000 deal. It's not the deal that it's this emotional energy of you thinking about and feeling it, right? They could change their mind. That company could be shut down tomorrow. But where's happened to that feeling? Mm That feeling can't be attached to external things. It has to be attached to, it has to be generated here. So I think a com- in my journey, it's been a combination of going through this chaotic path, because it's not linear, chaotic path of accepting that I'm here to learn how to be human and remembering my spirit. And no matter if I don't do any of that the right ideal way that I want to do it, like remembering my spirit and how to be human, at the end of the day, what, how do I enjoy the now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that right there has been something I feel like. And I don't like saying things that's like a universal recipe for everybody. 
people from just studying philosophers, studying spiritual leaders and thought leaders, they always go back to like knowing yourself, knowing what you enjoy, knowing what your spirit needs, knowing what it looks like to have compassion for this human experience that has pain and that has pleasure and has all this duality, you know? And so that's how I found my purpose. And I feel like my purpose is just to feel good in the midst of hell and heaven. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I, I just wanted to point out to the listeners that, you know, when I, when I asked Tony about purpose, you didn't go into like career. Well, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta find out if you're supposed to be in this career or if you're like a teacher, educator, therapist, healer or whatever. And we didn't. Okay, so can we talk about productivity for a bit? Y'all know I personally believe that there was no point for me to earn the highest degree possible for me to end up working for somebody else. I love being an entrepreneur, but with that life, it does come with a certain degree of difficulty. I started drinking a special drink called Magic Mind. It's basically a green shot of magic. If you know me, you know that I'm a coffee drinker, but coffee just was not cutting it. The Magic Mind drink provided me the focus, creativity, and level of productivity that I needed in order to complete my day. One thing that I love about this drink is the fact that it is all natural. Caffeine doesn't actually give you energy. It blocks some of those receptors in the brain. The fact that it has L-theanine, it helps you to experience the same level of focus and attention that one would get from coffee. Listen, I love my listeners, but I'm not sharing. You can get your own box of Magic Mind drink for 40% off your subscription if you sign up today and using the link www.magicmind.co slash Shonda. That's www.magicmind, all one word, dot co slash Shonda, C-H-A-N-D-A. Use my discount code Shonda20 to get 40% off your subscription. You won't be disappointed. You didn't go into like things that we produce or things that we do, but more so that soul care, uh, being human, is tuned with the spirit. Um, and so I, I love and appreciate that because I think that capitalism has taught us that our purpose is within what we produce. And how we perform. Yes. And that's our identity to being on this planet. I mean, when you take when you take a moment to breathe and think about we are on a planet that is in outer space, <laughs> that we are made up of billion cells, mm. that we made up of the things that are in space. We're 80% water. When you just think about all of these things, it's like we're more than just our credit score. We're more than, you know, the yeah. success. Like we're more than that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like this, this is more than that. And so I do my best to articulate in comprehensive ways to to enroll people to reimagining purpose, not based on their performance and productivity, but based on their beingness. Because you know, your purpose can change. You know, what I I mean by that is how your purpose is channeled can change. If my purpose is to feel good and to enjoy my life and learn what it means to be human here and care for my spirit, that can be transported whether I'm a dentist, whether I'm an entrepreneur, whether I'm a teacher, whether I'm a singer or artist. My job in life, my purpose and, and mission and quest in life is to find what lights my soul up. Yeah. And how do I sustain a state of bliss no matter what changes? Yeah. 
no matter what changes. That's my quest to take bliss into every space, label, change, season that I'm in. And I'm learning how to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, you know, finding the capacity to experience pleasure in our our day-to-day lives, experience the, I always tell the listeners when I'm ending the podcast, creating the emotions that we want to feel. Uh, Because that, that's basically what you're talking about. Like that human experience and learning to like lean into it. Um, I do think that as a people, I don't think we're trained to, to learn ourselves and to, to be humans, to experience life as you put it. Not at all. We're, we're not trained and we're, 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 um, <laughs> we are trainable, programmable beings. Yeah. You notice when you study the brain, you're like, wait a minute, it's a whole database and computer of genes and of neurons. Like this is freaky that I'm this, you know? And so when you think about uh, renewing your mind or reimagining. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Purpose, life. An identity, um, one thing that we must have is repetition. You know, it's why so many companies, billion dollar companies, billion dollar brands, billion dollar celebrities, million dollar celebrities constantly, they've made it. Mm-hmm. What y'all need my, why y'all putting y'all message in front of me everywhere? Commercials, TV, ads. I mean, y'all, y'all hustling for my attention. Why? Because if you lose my attention, you lose the sustainability of your company and relevance, mm-hmm. and you don't have my purchasing power anymore. Yeah. So when it comes to your own greatness, when it comes to the new thought of loving yourself or my purpose being defined by my being, you have to have messages that support that. It's almost like you have to have a, a advertising promotional campaign to your own brain consistently to train it to believe that these new things, these new thoughts. You can't just hear this hear this podcast and be like. Yeah. No. What are you going to feed this new thought, this new awareness on a daily basis? It is definitely a practice. Yeah. It's not about doing it perfectly. It's just about having a willing heart to expand your consciousness. It's called, and there's a term for that neuroplasticity, you know, and um, it's, it's about mindset. It's about mindset, but it's a, it's a practice. You know, because our the way that our minds are set, you can't program it and you can't train it because the way that our social structure and architecture is set up, we're trained. We're trained to 
you know, for our identity just to be we're workers. Mm -hmm. it, it's that's all we learn through K through 12 experience is that we only work, we're only perform, we're only valid by what we produce. Mm -hmm. You know, and now we're awakening to something else that that ain't that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. Yes. Because because that that mentality, like I'm only worth what I produce. And um, if I'm not producing, then I'm, I'm wasting time. Mm -hmm. That can lead you to a place of burnout. It can lead you to a place of not functioning in your God given purpose. Like um, and I think that's a great place for, for me to kind of like segue into my next question um, about this concept of rest and guilt associated with rest. So, so, Tony, last week, you know, I was under the weather. Girl, we were supposed to do this podcast like a week ago. And I'm like, listen, sis, I can't do it today. Unfortunately, like my, my voice is going in and out. I don't have no smell. I don't got no taste. I feel horrible. Um, and I think I apologized like three to four times in that text message wow. because that was a testament to how I was feeling. Like I felt so guilty for having to cancel clients, having to cancel podcast interviews and like other meetings that I had that week. Even when I was laying in bed, Tony, with like chills and sweating, I was like, wow, I could be getting so much work done right now while I'm sick, like laying in bed. And it was just like bananas how I allowed that type of mentality and, and even the guilt associated with it to to kind of just impact my rest and my ability to rest and allow myself to recover without that guilt uh, impacting it. So, so. Yeah, let me let me know your thoughts on that. And I had, yeah, I just want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um, rest. You know, my thoughts on my relate. It, it's my relationship with rest has been. Um, it's been very interesting to witness. I just came out of a very traumatizing uh, dynamic mm -hmm. and didn't know it was as traumatizing as it was till I got help. Wow. Yeah. And um, so for the past three months, I've been healing. In the past three weeks, I was at a, in a healing space mm -hmm. for three weeks. I just got back home on Saturday. Okay. And so... Watching myself be completely like, like rest was not actually an option. Mm -hmm. It was like I had to. And watching my ego and brain and just just being the witness of what came up for me, like how what came up for you. You're at your most vulnerable, but you're not constantly measuring yourself up, measuring yourself to the standard of how you should be, even though your body is in a, in a vulnerable state. And so it made me realize just how much of this matrix program is like ingrained in us. Mm. That's the word ingrained. It's so ingrained. It's very deeply ingrained. And if you're a melanated person, it's definitely ingrained that much, that much more deeper because our whole racial identity in this country had was it started I'm not talking about globally but in this country it started a lot of generations started with we're we do the most for the least 
Mm. Like rest was not something that was our ancestors got to experience. Right. A lot of our ancestors, I won't say all of them, but a lot of them that were part of slavery. So we have this generational pass down of um, embodiment, this pass down embodiment of like identifying ourselves again through labor. Mm-hmm. And so when you are resting or you're in a vulnerable state, mm-hmm. you, the program is chaotic inside you. Yes. Because it's not getting its normal. Yeah. What your nervous system does this is what your ego does this is what your brain like. This is what and it's trying to figure out some normalcy in something that is very counter cultural to its way of operating. Mm-hmm. It's usually operating in high functioning stress, depression. It's used to you being on the go It's used to that, you know, and we all experienced in 2020, some of us in 2019. Because there's a lot of people I know that experienced the pandemic way before 2020. And I'm talking about internally. They were set down and had, you know. And so I would say that my thoughts on rest is that and the fact that we just have to understand and know what we are. Yeah, You know that you have been programmed to be a laborer and to be a worker. When you rest, when you put yourself first, it's going to be very it's going to feel like you're anti-self. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's be gentle with yourself. Be graceful to, your, graceful to yourself. And I would say what's helped me is working with a trauma recovery coach. That's trauma informed. Mm-hmm. So they can help you unbecome and unlearn the trauma of being born in a country, born in a world that trains humanity to be laborers, workers, producers, and performers. It has nothing to do with our beingness. It has nothing to do with our divine, you know, definition of being expressed through our humanity. Like it has nothing to do with it. Like it's the last thing, like of why we're here, you know. And so it's it's it can be it can feel very conflicting like it can also feel madness madness like madness and chaotic when you start to entertain a new embodiment of how you approach your life through rest through ease through softness through self-care through self-love self-priority with boundaries it can feel very threatening to your normalcy because this is not the way we've been programmed you know so we have to forgive society. We have to forgive education. We have to forgive government. We have to forgive life for the way that it's set up and allow ourselves to be, to be reborn to who we truly are as human beings. Yeah. You know? And you know, you know, Tony, you said something so profound because you, you're mentioning like when we, even when we want to make this transition, it'll feel like chaos, yes. like that, that internal chaos. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it it does because again, it's about knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. Knowing thyself is not no, it's knowing what you're passionate about, what your purpose is, what your business is, you know, what your racial identity is, what your sexual identity. Like, nah, nah, yeah. baby, nah. You're yeah. in that, and you're much more of a big deal than just your your labels, okay, and identities. There's something more on an essence level on a cosmic level that 
I sometimes can't believe there's more than one of us here. Because mm. it's like we're, we're massive and magnificent. And so, but again, we're like computers. So the computers can't even, they 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 can never, right? Yeah. You're a computer that can't, it's just beyond understanding. Like, computer can never. <laughs> like a computer can never compete, right? But technology can never compete. So we, we have to understand knowing that self has. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. More to do with just our surface level identities and labels. Knowing that self is understanding how your gut works, how your heart works, how your blood works, how your nervous system works, like what how your brain works. Like, because when you know thyself in that way, you you can see what is capitalizing on you not knowing yourself in that way. You can see it. You can just see it and you'd be like, oh, y'all been, y'all been winning off my ignorance. Y'all been winning on my being asleep. So mm-hmm. it's like knowing your, and, and the thing of what's so beautiful about technology and internet is like, you don't have to actually, you know, pay a hundred thousand dollars or pay $50,000 to learn about yourself and your anatomy and your biology and your chemistry. You can go on Pinterest. You can go on interest you, uh, on um, on Instagram. You can informally learn. You can get into a program that provides, uh, you know, a- actual education. Um, one of the websites is called Udemy.com. You can learn about your your psychology there. Dr. Joe Dispenza is an amazing resource about learning how your mind works, how your body works, and how you can empower yourself with that type of information to redefine, reimagine who you truly are and 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 allow your life to you know mirror that back at you you know so Mm -hmm. so i definitely you know want to encourage people to learn about who you are which what you truly are so you so you can understand the chaotic sensations you feel hey, when you have new ideas of how to approach Please your life. Tune in next week so that you can listen to the entirety. Tony, I know we're supposed to be helping the audience, but every Jones. time I talk to you, and I feel like forget, I'm in a therapy you session. The like, you're helping me. Emotions that you want to experience. God bless. Listen, I I, I wrote something today. I'm a- hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.